Hello, listeners, and welcome. Twelve-Sided Stories presents Otherworld London, an actual play RPG podcast that uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu system. We weave macabre, gaslight-era tales of terror and suspense for your listening enjoyment. Our games are story-driven and rules-light. Now, our keeper for Otherworld London, Wes Otis. Let's jump right into it. Let's start with Terry. Oh, hi. I'm Terry. <laughs> I play Alize Kuru, shopkeeper, but not really keeping much in my shop lately. It was a hot mess last time we went to visit. Um, and uh, builder of plans and ideas. That's what I'm doing now. Hey, hello, I'm Kelsey. <laughs> I'll be continuing to play Maggie Cooper. I am Mac Beauvais, and I'm playing Ethel Prendergast. And hey... I don't fail all of my roles. <laughs> Though people on Discord would like to say that you do. <laughs> that they clearly don't listen to the show. <laughs> do better. And I'm Michelle Otis, and I play Eugenia Pot- Penbottom of the Lancashire Penbottom. Podbottom. Podbottom. <laughs> Podbottom girls. I love Around and around. I like we all went for like different jokes with that. <laughs> but anyway. she set it up for something for sure with that. Eugenia Penbottom of the Lancashire Penbottoms. The last time that we got together, you guys escaped Scotland Yard by going to the East End to the... Tucking down in the carriage. Yeah, tucking yeah, <laughs> down in the carriage and going to the East End to the squeaky flute where you ran into Eugenia's oldest boy, Robert Jr. He's a man now. Scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> He's married too. I mean, it's super scandalous. Oh, and he didn't come out with one heaven. girl. He came out with two. Yes. Paid for the double. Two Spending girls for money. <laughs> <laughs> two ladies. Um, so you also hatched a plan to, you talked with Tommy, which is one of Mabel's servants, and he gave you information about her schedule. You also got some sleeping powder that will help you knock out some people. Eugenia, meanwhile, got a street urchin that came by to tell her that the girls were okay, that they were safe, the ladies were safe. Right then, Robert Jr. showed up and started getting upset when he saw the street urchin because he put two and two together. Why is he so wound up after coming home from, you know? Because he probably thinks that you guys <laughs> sent and who knows what you oh, told the boy. Saw, yeah, because you guys, course. yeah, you guys saw each other. Now he wants you yeah. out of that house. He's so mad. He's like, oh. We know your secret, Robert. You've been kind of waiting to hear more information, Eugenia, from the other ladies. And that's where we're picking it up. So Wednesday was the day that Maggie was going to go see Tommy. Yeah. Is there anything you want to do before that? We went and got the ether before. You got the ether. I guess, Eugenia, maybe we should talk with her. Okay. And let her know what we're doing. Okay, so how do you go about that? I don't think that Ethel can go with the ladies. Yeah. So you'll stay behind at the CD place? I will probably continue to read the book since it should be safe. I'm wearing the amulet and my anti-Mabel tracking device. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
All right, so the two of you head over to Eugenia's. It's Tuesday, probably in the afternoon. You catch her up on all of the things, like the plan and everything else. And Do they tell her about Robert? Well, that's not me to say. <laughs> Eugenia, I don't think Ethel would like me to tell you, but I think you should know. Oh, Alistair, are you going to say it? I think she has a right to know. It's a child. You're right. And her reputation, and your reputation to consider. What? Your young son, Robert Jr. Mm -hmm. We saw him where we have been staying. He was a guest of a couple of ladies, but not real ladies, if you know what I mean. I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> Maggie, you're different. That's different. You're a friend. <laughs> Look, they were ladies, but they're working ladies. You have to understand a woman in Eugenia's position and notoriety in society, she's got a different level I know of all consideration about respectability. and standards. I don't think you quite grasp the full scope of what has happened. Eugenia. Oh, I think I do. Reputation aside, I would like to know where else he's been spending our money. That was my biggest consideration and a very big reason why I wanted to tell you. Maggie has a relationship with one of the ladies. I know one of the girls. The establishment, and she is willing, yes, to speak with her, yes? Yes, well, I I've... mean, I'll, I'll ask whatever information you need. You just have to tell me. I've also been suspicious because, well, I've seen Robert's wife in a new frock. Oh. I haven't had a new frock in months. That is suspicious. If she's going around parading herself... Who knows what else he's hoarding or taking or stealing. I can't believe with the fortune that you have, there would be any type of problem unless there was mismanagement somewhere along the way. Maybe something more to investigate in the situation. Yes, most definitely. I do apologize for bringing up such terrible information. No, no, you were right to do so. And I thank you. You said that Robert Jr. was the one taking care of your books, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, Alizé, you did your own books at your at your shop, right? Yeah, for years for my father before as well. And, and Robert Jr. told you, Eugenia, that the reason you were having such financial difficulties was because of the help you gave us. Does that add up? No, and, and I, I definitely would trust Alizé. Would you mind taking a look at our our I'd be accounts? happy to. I'd be so grateful. Absolutely. I don't imagine the general would be very keen on someone outside of the family looking over such sensitive information. Well, the general need not know for now. Unst- Let me understood. worry about that. At your discretion, Eugenia. I'll take your lead. Thank you so much. Do you have any advice, Eugenia? We do trust your counsel ever so much of what we should progress and do. Well, most definitely be careful. Um, Mabel is not to be trusted, but my worry is that Tommy has not seen Lord Tillis. 
That's what he said. He said something about him being out of the country or something. That is highly suspicious. He does travel on occasion, but... No, the the, the thought that he heard something amiss... He said it sounded like someone dying. I'll have Robert, the general, not my son. Oh, I'm so angry. Forgive me. I'll get hold of myself. Um, I will have the general ask around at the club. And I'm sure, see if, if someone if has seen him, they would then Someone has know. seen him or someone knows of his, his travel plans. All right, well, I guess tomorrow we're going to head over to Mabel's. I'll distract Tommy. Are the rest of you going to be searching the house or...? Mabel shouldn't be there. He said she's always gone on Wednesday. It's up to you, Eugenia. We would love to have you, but I do understand the discretion you need at this time. We'll do our best to search. Is there a tea house or a tea room where the society ladies hang out? Well, I mean, there's a tea house that's near Mabel's that would probably be where the more... Because most of the women that are in the society now are all upper crust. She has made sure that people from foreign lands and uh, people from the East End are not allowed anywhere Mm -hmm. near. Even someone like Alizé, who is... A shop owner wouldn't be allowed yeah. in the society now. What was the fellow that the the ex flame that came and visited? So Lord, Lord McNevin. McNevin, yeah. Lord McNevin, Eugenia, I, I'm not sure you would be keen on this idea. It might be beneath you, but if you're not allowed in the club, do you think Lord McNevin might go check for you? Well, I mean, I. I can have the general do the checking, but it wouldn't hurt to to have a second person poking their nose round. Or maybe there's two places, like two clubs, or I'll make a arrangements to have tea. Or maybe his place with, of business. I yeah. was thinking as well, because if he is truly out of town, a secretary or someone of that nature would know where he was or what he was doing. She would know his his schedule. So I'll ha- I'll make arrangements to have tea with Lord McNevin. Okay. So you go to the tea house that Tuesday while they're going to let Ethel know after they meet with you. And sure enough, there's a few women there. It's really easy to see the ones that are in the society because they seem gaunt and sickly almost, even though they're dressed really well. They seem like they've been drained of their energy almost, like they're just really fatigued. They make notice of you. They just kind of look over and look back. So I sit and I wait for him, you know, to come. All right. Not much time passes and Lord McNevin shows up. I got your your letter. What would you like to talk about? Well, I know that I am in no position to actually ask a favor. But I am in need of help. With what? I need to make sure you understand everything that's going on. I explain everything, and I explain about the woman in white and everything like that, and um, and the fact that having him take a look at these women who are here, 
Um, do you notice anything about them? They, uh, they don't look well. No, they look they very don't. sick. They don't, and I, I think that something nefarious is being done to them. So what can I do? Well, Lord Tillis... Aye. ...has not been seen for quite some time, even by his staff. And that's a bad thing. <laughs> Probably not for his staff. However, I'm afraid something terrible might have happened to him, and... The story that Mabel is giving is that he's traveling. Yeah, that's not a good one. I use that one for my family. I'm sorry. I couldn't come up with anything else. They just vanished. So what do you say to the police? Exactly. They were here and now they're gone. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but I think that Mabel may have had a hand in whatever happened to him and I was wondering if you might go to his offices and maybe inquire as to his whereabouts and travel plans I can do that yeah I'd greatly appreciate it and I thank you so much well then I'll uh I'll go pay him a visit tomorrow morning and see if I can find out any, any information. Thank you so much. I, I, I cannot tell you how, how thankful I am. Well, have a good day. You too. Okay. So Wednesday morning comes around. What is each person going to be doing this day? Um, we'll start with Alize. What is your? What will you be doing today? Well, I'm thinking of what I should be looking for, so I'm making a little like plan of um, items we might be on the lookout for, anything that would lead us to clues. Okay. Um, things I'm trying to remember, take stock of the things I saw when I ran into that seance when I was in wolf form Right. for the final time. Um, anything I can remember, details. Uh, so I can let the girls know just what to keep on the lookout for as well. Okay, so why... Why, just so I understand, mm -hmm. Maggie's going to be distracting, or Tommy's going to let you guys in. Mm -hmm. Maggie's going to be distracting Tommy. I'll just say real quick, um, so Maggie took a bath. <gasps> I know, right? Wow. Big day. <laughs> Only happens about once a week, so pretty exciting. Uh, but she's going to a fancy neighborhood, so she needed to, to like not stick out like a big sore Maggie, thumb. I have... <laughs> A dress I think you could borrow if you'd like. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't mind? I wouldn't mind at all. You might feel more comfortable. Well, thank you. It will definitely help me to blend in when we go to Mabel's. So yeah, I'll wear uh, Alizé's borrowed dress, but I also have like an underskirt that has a bunch of sewn-in pockets in it because of her mm -hmm. days thieving. Um, so she'll wear those the, days are over. No, that's okay. why she's got the skirt on. Um, so yeah, she'll wear the underskirt that has uh, all the additional pockets. She puts on the costume jewelry that Alize gave her because <laughs> she thinks that it's gonna protect it's a protective her. amulet. <laughs> Such um, a liar. And then I make sure that everybody double checks to make sure that they have their uh, gun that the general taught us to have. So I have my my knife and my gun. Okay. Did you have something you wanted to add, Ethel? I did. Um, it's really important that we keep 
Mabel focused and keep her away from any reason that she might go back to her house. Mm-hmm. Um, is there in the room a loose board that could be pried up to put hide the book under? Yeah. So, I mean, she's not checking out of the room by any means. Right. But I'm thinking she might stash the book where it's going to be secure, go away from the east end and take off the amulet so she's back on the radar for a little bit, just enough to make it seem like she's up to something far away from where everybody else is. And then put it back on and maybe move someplace else. Okay. That's a good idea. That's a good idea, actually. Unfortunately, it means she's probably going to have to deal with Craggy, but... That'll be fun. Hello, hello, hello. But she'll (laughs) use herself as basically a, a distracting beacon away from everybody else. All right. So you guys head over. You're washed. Mm Mm-hmm. And all ready I to go. I look great. All dolled up. <laughs> so you show up and... and Alizé's kind of maybe around, around the, the, the around hedge. The, yeah, That's me, my little toes. All right. So you... He goes, well, okay, quick, come with me. And he grabs your hand and pulls you into the door. And you see this happen, Does Alizé. he try to shut the door? No. Okay. He is he just, completely just and totally... Open. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> he knows which room he's taking you to. <laughs> oh, Tommy yep. means business. Yes. Tommy means business. It's been a while. It's <laughs> I know. Because you talked to him like a year ago. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then all of a sudden you pop out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait a minute. She remembers me. You don't have to owe someone 20% here. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so Alizé, what do you want to do? Um, I am going in the house and I am on a mission. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So, um, are you trying to like find, cause it's a huge house. Correct. Um, are you trying to find the den or their room or what, what, what do you think you're trying to find first? Is it possible for me to convince Tommy to give me like a tour because I've never been in a house this nice or something like that. And then I can be like when we reach the office or whatever, like Leave the, the door Reginald's open. office, you know, and I can be like, Oh, the office. So that like Alizé could hear what, like where the rooms are. I'm gonna, is that too I, much? I think that's, that's, silly? that's, that's okay. too much. What we're going to do is luck. We're going to mm-hmm. do a luck roll to see, you know, give me a luck roll. And then you, if you make it, you can tell me what room you find first. Okay. Better hurry lucky, up. I don't know lucky. how long I'm <laughs> Oh, really? Knowing, knowing Tommy, not that long. That's Aww. exactly what I was thinking. He's 18. <laughs> wow. He, he'll be ready again in five minutes. Sure. Oh, my God. I just made it 33 under 35. Oh. Okay. So which room do you want to beeline to first? I'm going to beeline to... Um, I want to say the study or okay. wherever I think that Mabel does the most of her, like... Like her her drawing room or yeah, something? Yeah, like where she would research, where she'd spend her time. So when you get there, you start looking through and give me a spot hidden roll. Sure, 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 sure. Spot hidden. Nice. 34 underneath 50. Okay, mark it for me. Mm-hmm. So you're looking through her desk and looking through all these different things and, and you drop 
this piece of some kind of trinket or something that she has in one of her desk drawers. And when it hits the bottom, it's hollow. You hear... What uh, could that be? And so you, you pick up all the, the pieces of paper, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's, sure enough, there's a little finger uh, indention where you can put your finger in and pull up mm-hmm. to pull off the, the let's bottom. Let's see. Let's see. <sighs> okay. And underneath there, there's um, several different drawings and weird symbols all of it written frantically out. None of it makes sense. It's not a language you've seen before. And it starts giving you a headache just looking at it. Can I get a sand roll for you? Sure, I'm going to say this is not good. I just imagine she's got a crayon drawing in there of her and Sir Nunos, but it's like stick figures. (laughs) So happy together. Oh my God, so cute. (laughs) I love it. And what am I doing at this? Oh, sanity. Great. I'm okay. Yay. Right. 54 underneath 60. So you get the sense that, oh, I shouldn't look at this for too much longer. But it's a whole drawer full of these kind of papers. I'm going to take them. What can I say? I also I want to be able to reference them with um, the book. I know they're not great to look at because I felt terrible for a moment. But I don't think that um, if I leave them, I'm going to be able to relay all the information we're going to need. Okay, okay. Strangely, I feel like it could have my friend's blood maybe attached to it somehow. Okay. So I want to make sure that okay. if it is her power that she gets it back. Okay, so you take all the papers. Mm-hmm. Ethel, how far from the book do you go before you take off? Uh, I get out of the, the East End. Okay, so... And I probably um, hire a carriage once I'm out of the East End to just kind of around the block driver kind of thing. Okay. What's the plan? Take it off? Leave it off for a little bit? Take it off for a little while. Kind of have the cab driver sort of erratically meander throughout the city to a, a decent amount of time that I think that they would be able to get through the the house. What are we doing, Miss? Why are we in this carriage? Uh, I've been screaming at you for three days now. You, you see me now, finally? And it has been mercifully quiet mm. until now. You would have made me a lot of money. You are disgusting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't deny what I am. Don't worry. You can go back to screaming in a bit when I put this necklace back on I don't think so and he tries to manifest and strangle you (gasps) and throw you out of the carriage he just loves to try to murder people yeah well no impulse control so he's rageful in general Mm -hmm. he's a he's hates women and he's a newly dead person so he has like as ghosts age they lose power over time they start dissipating mm. usually but when they're brand new like this chaotic they, evil they can they can do yeah swear to god Wes Otis <laughs> if Craggy kills Ethel I will murder you in the face in the face <laughs> if you're hearing this she did not murder me cause otherwise she did no one will know <laughs> 
So he uh, he died of consumption. <laughs> <laughs> he's away on travel. Uh, he's away on consumption travel. He's <laughs> consuming, consuming travel. What? <laughs> consumed by travel. All right. So thank you for flying. He's going to try airlines. to basically grab you and throw you out of the carriage. This dumb fuck. Into into so the traffic. Worse. Okay. Oh, okay. Holy shit. Oh. oh. <laughs> so he grabs you. You can dodge, though. And you can. Uh, I would like, like to try to do that. All right. Although my dodge is very low. Yeah, everyone's dodge is low. Well, that's a pisser, isn't it? Ooh! Ooh wow! Five! Wow, five! So five! You see, I don't always roll bad! Congratulations. Take that, Craggy! Light to it. In your face. <laughs> I'd like to welcome our new podcast, me, Macho Man Randy Savage, to the group. Gotcha! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Get in the ring, Craggy! <laughs> Check mark! This is a very different podcast all of a sudden. All right. We've gone from consumption fairy to like WWE wrestler. So uh, he lunges at you and you move out of the way. And of course you're you're in a small carriage, so what do you what is your how do you respond? What do you do? Do not make the mistake that this is my first rodeo where ghosts are involved. Oh shut up. And he like tries to hit you again. He's gonna go after you again. Can I throw the necklace back on? I'm gonna have him attack. You're gonna do a dex to get this up over your head before he can hit okay. you. So it's basically against those two things. Ooh. So 29. Oh my oh, god! Oh, Fourteen. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. When it counts. He swings at you right before he connects to your face. You flip this necklace on and he disappears again. Miss, are you okay back there? I'm quite fine. Thank you for inquiring. Continue around the block if you would. Uh, of course, miss. Eugenia, you are at home uh, waiting. You didn't tell Lord McNevin where to meet you, did you? To no. tell you any information? No, I didn't. I mean, I, I probably assumed he would send a message to meet him somewhere public because it would be unseemly otherwise. Right. So, so at, many scandals. <laughs> at some point, the general shows up and he relays to you that Lord Tillis has been away from the office for about two weeks, but they say they have seen him at a few key functions looking rather pale and, and sickly. You get a message from Lord McNevin to meet you at the, the tea house in an hour. Alizé, so you find all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Make a luck roll, and we'll see where your luck takes you. To get lucky. Ba, ba, ba. Ooh. Oh, nope. No. All right. 37, 35. Oh. Oh. Missed it by that much. <laughs> All right. Uh, like, puts her hand to the correct doorknob, and then it's like... Mm. <laughs> well, you're going through several different, like, just random guest bedrooms. I mean, honestly, 
these people it's palatial it's palatial but they never use most these rooms are for show you hear the butler making his way down the hall what do you want to do i'm going to be very very still (laughs) okay do you want to try to hide i'm going to try and hide okay Um, i'm going to get very very small no one can see me if i believe it (laughs) close my eyes i can't see you can't see me well, it's a, it's a it's a well known fact that butlers sense motion. Mm-hmm. So if you're very still, they can't see you. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. All right, so that's how it works. You are T Rex in a nice suit. Yeah, yeah. I find like a closet in the room. I find a closet in the room, and I give me a stealth roll. Sure. Oh, that should go well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, more. If I turn that around. That's. A 60. Fuck. <laughs> so close, but. Do you want to push the roll? If sure, you... why not? Okay. If I do, something terrible is probably about to happen. Yes. Wes Otis loves this part. Mm-hmm. I give you that. Yep, I fucked it in. <laughs> <laughs> Did not do great. Oh. He really is a T Rex. <laughs> you uh I so <laughs> you are behind the curtain <clears throat> and you hear the butler come in and ma'am, it's it's I wasn't expecting you to come through and look at all of the uh all of the rooms. It's uh we've been cleaning them all very well. Well I, I just feel like we ha- we're having a party soon and we need to make sure everything is perfect. I want to check every single room to make sure our guests are... Wait a minute. I'm sorry, did somebody leave their shoes behind the curtain there? That won't do at all. And you hear footsteps and you know it's Mabel. It's Mabel? It's Mabel. Why is she home? Why is she home? She has some function that she has going on soon. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> and she moves the curtain and she goes, Alice. Oh, hello, Mabel. Just <laughs> trying back home. <laughs> so good to see you. Oh, fancy seeing you here. It's been so long since we've seen each other. I've truly missed our times together. Hmm. <laughs> so, why are you behind my curtain? Oh, I was just checking out these linens. I was thinking of something that I wanted to do to upgrade at my place, and I had this vision of the curtains in this exact room. And I just, there's something about them that I was very much drawn to. <sighs> well, they are very nice. They're gorgeous. Who did them for you? I'd rather not say. <gasps> Could you do that? Could you do me a favor? Is it a private designer, Mabel? Well, of course. Everything's a private designer here. Nothing but the best for you, truly. It is beautiful. It's wonderful to see you. Let's go downstairs. Oh, that would be wonderful. Maybe some tea? Oh, yes. Great. Sure. Have you seen your friend Ethel? Oh, not lately, no. Mm. I've been kind of concerned. She's had family, I believe, in town that have kept her occupied. Ah, yes, uh, I heard that. Um, well, let's go downstairs. Now, I'm going <laughs> to jump over to, to Maggie. <laughs> okay. 
you're in one of the rooms. <laughs> oh, dear God, oh, dear God, oh, dear God. Oh, no. You're in one of the rooms, and Tommy takes you into a room mm-hmm. and shuts the door. And he's like, he's all like, uh, this is a bedroom. Yes, and, it is, Tommy. Um, and I was, I was wondering if, I mean, I, I've helped you so much. You've been very, very helpful. And I was, I was wondering if uh, you could help me. What do you need help with, Tommy? Although I have a suspicion, I know. Well, I mean, I don't have a lot of money, but I'm wondering if maybe you and I could have sex? Tommy, I must say I do appreciate your bluntness. (laughs) Men's intentions can be so difficult to read sometimes. Look. Really? (laughs) You would be surprised. People can be quite devious. Look, Tommy, I understand that you don't have a lot of money to your name. Um, so maybe we could come to some other sort of arrangement. So no sex? Oh no, we can do that, sure. But payment, hmm. What what what, what would you I, want? What should I take for my payment, Tommy? What is something that you think could be valuable to me? Silverware? <laughs> okay. Um, I like that you're thinking. That's great. Uh, what about something, I don't know, a little more dangerous, a little more, well, devious, shall we say, since we're talking about it? Look, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a secret, all right? All right. Mabel doesn't really like me. Do tell. It's true. Every time I would come here to the society, Mabel would talk down to me and belittle me in front of everyone, all of the other ladies in the society. It was quite rude. I I could see how that was, that'd be rude, but... Does she talk down to you? She talks down to everyone. She's wretched. She is. What exactly are we going for? I mean, like, what, what would you like from me? Hmm. Well, I've got a suspicion that Mabel took something of mine. What? She owns everything. (laughs) Yes, she thinks she owns everything, but she can't own you, Tommy. She can't own me. I think she can. (laughs) Pretty sure she can own me. (laughs) But look, Mabel, I believe, took something from me. It was a knife that I used to hold very, very dear. Okay. So... Maybe you know where it is? I can try to find it. That would be great. It's uh, covered in jewels on the handle, and um, it is about this big, and it's very sharp, so be very careful when you handle it. Um, And uh, the jewels are red and blue. All right. And the handle has silver. Oh, okay. Real silver. You can see why I valued it so much. Did you polish it yourself? Every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he wants his knife polished. So, look, Tommy, speaking of polishing, um, so you'll get my knife and we'll say entertain ourselves for a bit. Before or after the knife? Well, can I trust you to find it for me? Yes. All right. I trust you, Tommy. Okay. 
so... I am supposed to be distracting yes. and taking up time. Okay. So you have and no idea. not I... like she doesn't have sex with people, right, so right. whatever. Three minutes later. So. <laughs> <laughs> One minute and 40 seconds. <laughs> Alizé, you get downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Tommy gets a different kind of downstairs. That's so. what I thought. <laughs> Tommy gets the squeaky flute, if you know. <laughs> <laughs> and on a day that she took a shower. Big <laughs> um, day, big day. So um, you get downstairs, Alizé, and her eyes are just like like boring holes in the back of your head as you're walking down the stairs. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. She goes, tell me, so you don't know where your friend Ethel is? She's had family problems, you say. Yes, it's been dreadful from what I understand. I sense that you're no longer wolf, is that right? What do you mean? Whatever do you mean? Werewolf, Alizé. You were a werewolf. I have no... Were you not aware that you were a werewolf? I have no recollection of what you're talking about, Mabel. Really? Well, it's not in you anymore, is it? I don't understand whatever could you mean. Hmm. You're not good at lying, you know that. Oh, I think I do quite a good job. See, if you were married, you would be better at lying. It's something you learn over time. Well, I am engaged. To Benny? Yes, Mum. That's a bold choice. Well, uh, it would put us next to nine to take over for his father. He is a duke, so... Oh, well. Congratulations. very exciting, quite frankly. Uh... I guess that's worth dealing with the stutter for the rest of your life, of course. He is actually quite a lovely, lovely man. Well, I'm sure that he is. I'm quite fond of him. Well, anyway, I have many things to do. You'll excuse me, won't you? Oh, yes, of course. You have a wonderful day. Uh, I should be getting on my way. I did just want to see those curtains. Of course. They've been in my mind for quite some time. Well, come back any time, but just next time let us know. We can have tea. Oh, yes, I just wasn't sure if this was your at-home day. I just wanted to see the curtains. Oh. Well, it wasn't my at-home day, but I have a lot going on now. Oh, I heard there might be a party. Is that true? Oh, there will be a party, yes. Oh, what's the event? Mm. Have a good day. Oh, it's a secret event. Well, it's maybe after you marry into a family, you'll be allowed to come to. Oh, understood. Does it have anything to do with the nature theme? That's maybe a nature theme is happening. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Oh, I do find nature. I am quite fond of nature. Yes. Do werewolves get fleas? I'm not quite sure what you mean. Still a terrible liar. Anyway, goodbye. And she just walks away. (laughs) And the butler opens the door. Goodbye. Have a wonderful day. Oh, I hope that Maggie had me leaving. Give me a luck roll. (laughs) Uh, Where did that go? Here it is. Oh, golly. Mm Mm-mm. <laughs> Somebody's getting lucky, but it's not Maggie. <laughs> it's Tommy. 
<laughs> okay, so... I rolled um, like a 70 something ooh. above my 60. Ethel, do you take off after that last thing of dealing with Craggy and now you know that he's able to affect the world around him when he's really mad, do you take the amulet off again or... I'm going to very carefully like lift it just enough away that I could slip it back on real fast and see if I can see where he's at. Okay, so you... like like it's a very yeah like, yeah like yeah like the minute if he tried to go for it, it would be very easy to just pop my head back into it. Okay, so yeah, the second that you do that, he's like right next oh to you, like God. he's just waiting, and he's like, you haughty. And then you put it back on and he disappears. Well, I see we are not willing to behave ourselves. Eugenia, you go over to the tea place to meet with Lord McNevin. Give me a notice roll. I think it's just spot hidden. I don't, I don't think there's a separate notice in there. Mm-hmm. Spot hidden. Uh, 22 under my 57. Hell yeah. So when you walk in, you notice that all of the customers here are Mabel's people. All of them this time? Yeah. There's like 12 women there. Interesting number. And do you sit down? I stand uncomfortably until McNiven gets there. Okay. At some point, you feel one of the women, you feel her presence behind you as she goes towards the door as if she's leaving. And then you hear a click. Uh, oh, no. Bitches, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Kate Plum comes from out of the kitchen in the back. No! Bitch! <laughs> And she's got a sack. Eugenia, it's good to see you. And she throws the satchel over to you, and it opens up, <gasps> and Lord McNevin's head comes <gasps> tumbling out. Oh my god! Do a sand check. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I got a 90. Oh, this bad. Yeah, that's bad. Yikes. Yeah, that's how yeah. we felt on this other end of the table for oh, you. Dear God. Uh, you take four points. Oof. It's awful. Uh, I wanted to make sure the Lord kept his word. And the woman behind you tries to grab your arms. And that's where we're going to stop it. No! I don't like fighter. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh my goodness. I don't like anything about this, Wes. I don't like what you just did. I'm very angry. I'm very upset. And I would like a redo. <laughs> Mulligan. You know, we haven't had a good cliffhanger in a while. No, no, no. Whatever, Wes. <laughs> Look, we're going to play again March 30, May 31st. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. This will not do. Uh, no. It's too long in between sessions, Wes. <laughs> You're leaving us hanging. Yep. Just like the listener, we're left hanging and I don't <laughs> like it. We're in the same boat. 
Well, thank you guys so much. That was a lot of fun, especially for me. <laughs> Mostly for you. Congratulations. Actually, no, looking at those curtains was pretty fun. Too. <laughs> I love how just like without missing a beat, you're just like, oh, what else would you do? I, I would have just froze. I didn't know you lived here. Oh, it's so crazy. you in your home. I'm just So, um. Just like. Do you offer me some tea? Just like. What are you doing in your own house? Oh, trying to out Mabel Mabel, you know? It's like, that's all you can do, right? That is all you can hey, do. you walked out alive. Yeah. Right. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, definitely check out our Patreon. If you've followed our Patreon, you probably have heard tons of outtakes from this particular episode <laughs> and the last that you would not get if you were not a Patreon subscriber. So definitely do that. There's some things. There's some things <laughs> yeah. that are pretty uh, out there. We There are some things that happen. Yes. Yeah. Some funny, funny things. Um, so definitely check out our Patreon. Just Type in 12 Side Stories, and we'd appreciate anything, any support that you can give. Now, let's talk social medias. We will talk with very angry uh, Terry. <laughs> yes, Wes, I am angry with you. Um, but you can find me happily at the Terry Gamble. Um, that's at T-E-R-I Gamble um, on all the internets, the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter. Um, you can also find me at TerryGamble.com or at Horror movie survival guide about scary movies um check us out yeah it's super fun i talk about movies every week that way where okay I, I got no words i'm still angry with you. <laughs> <laughs> evil evil man oh <laughs> yeah anyway it's messed up mm -hmm. super messed up um hello uh kelsey osborne here and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at kelsey kelsem k-e-l-s-e-y k-e-l-s-e-m Hey, I am Mac Beauvais. I ain't mad about nothing. <laughs> I'm all about this. Uh, and if you would like to talk with me about severed heads, uh, you can find me on the internet as at strange like that for all your severed head discussion needs. Valuable. And I'm Michelle Otis. You can find me on Twitter and the Insta as at Michulu, M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. -H -U. No severed heads on my socials but uh possibly talk of consumption i don't mm, know yes, yes. <laughs> so much. great patreon stuff right there <laughs> okay i am uh i am wes otis you can find me at plate mail games on twitter you can also find all the sound effects and things that you hear on our show on drive through rpg and battle barge you can also find 12-sided stories on instagram and what? you can find yes you can find us on Twitter, and also uh, you will, can find us on our own website, 12 Sided Stories. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I would say that I'm sorry for the cliffhangers, but I love them so much. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>